This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Reraw Irish Lager, a light, fresh lager independently owned and brewed in County Wicklow. Thanks, Reraw. Welcome to Phoning It In, the Improvised Phoning Show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about reigns of terror. Uh, Jess, you're a teacher and your principal is a real dictator, is that right? My principal is actually just, he's a horrible, horrible man. Yeah, what does he do? He he rules with... Um, with terror, like you were saying. Yes, the reign of terror, yeah. Um, and he is quite vampiric, I would say, vampiric. in appearance. Oh, in appearance. Not in action, though. Well, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't trust him. You yeah. Know? Where does he sleep, though? Like, for instance. In a sort of a cupboard with velvet inside it. Okay, so that is um, quite vampiric. I, I have my suspicions. Is that covered in the school? It's it's a quite a gothic style school. Sure. Um. So there's lots of nukes and crannies in yeah. there. Um. But where he chooses to to dwell, the less said about that, the better. Actually, because mm. it's quite revolting what he does. What do you, I, what do you mean? You said a cupboard with velvet. Look, a lot of things have been going missing around the school, yeah. and I just feel like there's one person responsible, and and it's him. What kind of things have been going missing? meat and like mm. rotting meat <laughs> that we were saving for the animals on site who don't mind that it's rotting. Yes. And and you think he's I eating look, the rotten meat? I don't know but all mm. I'm saying is that there's something going on. And, and there was I blood you were keeping for biology experiments, is that right? I was keeping blood for a numerous, for, uh, there was home ec, I was doing a bit of dying with the girls about sustainability and things. Right. Then I was... I, Sorry, dying things with blood, was Absolutely. Okay. I was that go, is a good use. Uh, I'd lots of, I, do you know what? I don't waste a thing. Right. But anyway, this... Uh, Everything's gone wrong in the yeah, school yeah. and there's there's an air of terror and it's since he's come in. It's since he's come in there and, you know, he's just... I don't want to say too much, you know, because my job is my job. Yeah. And, you know, I've been there for years. And it's a boarding school, is it's that right? It's a boarding school, And yes. you've noticed some of the students are behaving strangely? They're very strange. They're very horny and they're very... <laughs> Angry, they're very right. um, well, that's pale. normal enough for teenage boys. I do, I've never seen angry. them this horny before, <laughs> okay? They're extremely horny, yeah, yeah, and they're disgusting. I know, mo- you know, I know that a lot of the time you can hear some ch- choice words from yeah. that age group, but I mean, it's absolutely vile what they're coming out with at the moment, yeah. and you know, shameless, you know, notes being written and. I mean, I'm 54 years of age. Sure. You've I've seen it been all, through sure. the menopause and I don't need to hear these things. Yeah, but I'm sure you've, you've seen it all in, in I've seen time. it all. I've done it all. Yeah. I've, but this is another level. This is this something is different. This is depraved. Right. Okay. Look, I want to bring in um, your principal. He's He's been listening in. Uh, Vlad. Hello. <laughs> Vlad Donovan. Hello, um, Vlad. Principal uh, of St. Christopher's uh, Boarding School. Um in Rohini. Yes. Um, what do you say to these charges of, of sort of vampiric behaviour? 
Oh, it's absurd. It's absurd. I changed her schedule very moderately. You have to do uh, the lunchtime oh. supervision. Hold on, lad. That job is my life. I've nothing else. You know, taking my time. I don't mind that that I'm... I'd, I'd do any shift. He's making this up now. Yeah, you didn't mention this, Jess, though, and when we were talking about the issues you had with Vlad. Exactly. So what are you saying? It's not an issue or... He's saying that I turned on him when he changed my schedule. Yeah. That's not the case. Okay. Go on, Vlad. Right, let's let's well, hear him out, sorry. Jess, Mrs. Monaghan, if I may. You may. You also refused to go on the school trip to the butterfly farm. And that caused a huge ructions in the staff room. And then all of a sudden, my pale complexion, some of my snacks and how I like to nap become weaponized against me. And I'm suddenly portrayed as some sort of a vampire character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Vlad's telling a different tale here now. This isn't isn't what's good for you, Jess. Vlad is appearing to be quite a different character than he is in the school first of all the softly spoken uh, you know accent that he's doing in the, he, in the school he shouts he screams right he he runs after me he has like weapons of sorts that he's created himself what kind of weapons oh i mean they're, they're not great to be honest they look a bit uh rudimental you know like uh Let's say lollipop sticks and that sort of thing. He'd have mm. them all welded together with some kind of waxy <laughs> thing. That was me trying to give you a gift and you remember the date. It was February 14th. I gave you a wax heart on a stick and you ran. You ran. That wasn't, you weren't weaponizing the, the wax or anything. No. It wasn't was hot or. A lonely man who was trying to perhaps declare some degree of interest in a colleague who is also single. Well, were you aware of these no, kind of amorous like in in absolutely no way because all I could think of was what poor animal did that come from? Do you know what right, I mean? Yeah. I wasn't thinking about his feelings or his amorous thoughts. Yeah. You know. Let's park that for a second. I want to come back to some of these uh, things you mentioned yourself, lad. Uh, your napping habits. What's mm. that about sleeping in a in a cardboard or in a box during the day? Yes, that's unusual in the school. You think so? I think so. Yeah, mm. you said it yourself that well, you, these habits or your your eating habits. What you eat like raw meat and I eat raw meat. Drink blood. I do drink blood. Yes, yeah. yes. Ireland is a very homogenous country, and many of it's you true. are very yeah. small-minded and yeah. little yeah. exposure to other cultures. But um, I am from a place called Essex, Essex and this yeah. is very normal, very normal right. stuff where I come from. Uh, all the teachers when I was growing up, uh, after class, we say, "Enjoy your nap," and then off they go. And I mean, it, it probably is a good idea to grab a pair of nap in between classes when you've got a free period or whatever because exactly. it'll, it'll leave you re, rejuvenated for the next uh, the next class I know it's not like that like he'd be <clears> days, <throat> days days he's out of action I'd be knocking on the door hand nearly grated off me knocking on the door where are you Vlad important over his issue. cabinet or whatever oh I'd be tearing the the wood off you know trying yeah. to get through to him days he's gone and then when he comes when he comes back he's tired yeah, I don't know what he's doing when he's out there. Yeah. You know, he, uh, but you can accept that in other countries like um, Essex, for example, 
um, people will eat raw meat and drink blood and it's perfectly normal. I mean, I've eaten snails in France. There you go. That's my point. Finally. And and steak tartare. What's that? It's raw meat. Well, I just think the level this stuff's gone off is a bit. Uh, uh, Black pudding. That's just congealed blood, isn't it? But I mean, this stuff, David, it's it's on a different level. Like, mm. you know, the the smell pervades and he's wafting it around the school. And just you say know, you I mean, don't fancy me. You don't have to make a big show, big song and dance, drag me on the radio, humiliate me. Look, Is there any chance of romance there? I, I mean, look, I'm lonely. I am. I can hear that in your I'm voice. I'm quite lonely. Most people who are into this show are pretty lonely, to be honest. <laughs> they don't have a lot going on. I, I just think there's a there's a lot we'd have to discuss. You know. Okay, you want me outside of the box? You want me to stop eating? You want me to cook my food? Okay, big deal. Yeah, I, I, we, there's, we'd have to thrash a few things out anyway. Yeah. Well, for, listen. Um, hopefully, sure. this can be the start of that. Trashing and hopefully you can sort out your issues that you have with uh, with him as a as a leader and a principal as well as a potential lover. And um, so maybe you'll come back on. Um, I don't know, two three months with an update on, on how things are going. I'd be happy to. Um, to maybe yeah. I'll I'll need to buy a hat for the first phoning it in wedding. You never know. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for phoning it in. I want to talk to you about Reraw Irish Lager, who are kindly sponsoring this podcast. Right now, Reraw are giving away the ultimate home bar to turn your gaff into the perfect hosting hub. The bar is handcrafted by Bear Creation in Wicklow and comes fully stocked for a year with fresh, light, locally made Reraw Lager. Head on over to re.raw.beer on Instagram to enter. Thanks, Reraw. We're talking about Reigns of Terror. Um, Trish is on the line. Trish, you are proud that you run your book club with an iron fist. There is no mercy right. in the women's bal brigand book club. Right, yeah. Why is it so, uh, why is it necessary to be so ruthless uh, with the book club? It's because it's taken me so long to get to where I am now, Dave. Right, yeah. I've had to overthrow six former presidents of okay. the book club. Yeah. And it's been a bloody bloody journey now so it has right okay uh, fair enough so I understand that you've, you've, you've fought hard to get there in what way do you does your reign of terror uh, present itself like what are you doing to, 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 as, the, as the head of the book club well I've implemented a lot of changes since mm-hmm. I've taken over which has been great uh, we used to do one book a month now we're, down, we're up to one book a week, a week. Um, so I want everybody devoting their time to reading and, um, and how would you react now if somebody arrives in and they haven't finished the book I'm quite uh, medieval in my approaches, Dave. I've got a traditional stocks, um, Stocks, an iron maiden and uh, other other torture implements that I would employ now. And the the women, uh, it it is just women in the book club. That was one of the rules you implemented. Strictly women, yeah. yeah. Uh, They're okay with this or they go along with the, you haven't lost any members, I mean. Well, no, they haven't been able to escape. Okay, you haven't allowed them to Oh, no, absolutely not. I wouldn't let them leave my sight. Okay, okay, so they're all 
in your in the home, re- the reading room in your house, which is a subterranean space <laughs> okay. with uh, uh, extra security. Okay, um, very calming and and peaceful inside. Uh, I'm the imagining room. it's kind of dark and quiet. Dark, quiet, soft furnishings. Yeah, yeah. Um, some lovely lamps, things like oh, that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, I want to bring on another member of the of the book club then, um, Paula. Uh, uh, you're you're in the the subterranean uh, home at the moment. I am, yeah. Uh, how, how are you finding things, Paula? Harrowing, I'd yeah. say is the best word for it. Yeah. Um, did you when you signed up for this book club? Did you realize it would be like a I suppose like a permanent uh, no. position? No, no, no. I'd actually just moved to Balbriggan in uh, the previous three weeks and had gone on to boards looking for you know some just people make to make some friends, make some friends, yeah. get to know people in the community, yeah. and uh, went along. Went along the first night and um, I kind of figured something wasn't quite right. When? It, on the first night? Yeah, no, I mean, say, what, what, what? Oh, what gave what, me that yeah. sense, yeah. Well, there was a woman in stocks. I, I know her now well, Josephine. She's actually beside me. Right. But um, I and Did you think that was strange? I did, actually, yeah. I yeah. did, actually, yeah. Because uh, you probably hadn't seen someone in stocks uh, in re- in recent times. It's more of a... It's a, a medieval tradition. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, and I thought, okay, like this weird, but the snacks were strange as well. Do you know, it wasn't uh, the hummus and guacamole and the tortilla chips and that. Yeah. Um, she gave us all Adderall, uh, like the focuses. Okay. Um, Absolutely delicious, I might add. You failed to mention that, Paula. Yeah. You gobbled it all up. Yeah, well, there were. Num, 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 you said. Well, you put them inside of those uh, little pigs and blankets things. So I didn't know what I was taking, but yeah. next thing I knew, it was absolutely buzzing, reading page after page after page after page. Yeah. Um, well, that's good, isn't it? I mean, you get more, you get, you read more. She hooks you in quickly. then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She hooks you in and then you, you the books. Literally hooked you in, didn't she? She hooked you up to some kind of um, wall. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, what do you call it? Like a... Yeah. A hook. Yeah, basically like yeah. The, a meat hook. A meat hook on the yeah. wall. <laughs> meat hook on the wall. And yeah. I was starting my I was starting a new job because I just moved to the area, like I said, I was starting a new job. Yeah. Uh, How's that local, going? Well, it was, it's in the local swimming pool and uh, I haven't been able to go. Like I've been oh, stuck right. inside her apartment. Yeah, they probably won't take kindly to that at the swimming pool, I'd say. You're not showing up for work. It's really hard to get a job in the swimming pool. Yeah. I moved to Balbriggan specifically for it. It's one of the best swimming pools in the North Dublin area. Okay, right. And this is like my whole life's unraveling now because it's book club. Like, how yeah. many days have you missed? Work wise, yeah. One like three weeks. Three weeks, right? But look, I love books. I love reading, and I was, yeah. I've, I've met some wonderful people in the club. But I just think the rules are crazy. Like we can't sleep here. We're slushing out or whatever it's called. Like just you uh, know, shitting in bucket and all. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not right. Like. Trish, do you, are you hearing what Paul is saying in terms of like maybe this, maybe you've gone too far? Dave, I'm completely shocked to hear Oh, really? You didn't expect this? Okay. I just, I love each and every one of our members equally. Yeah, yeah. And as far as I was concerned, everybody was only delighted to be part of my Valbrigade Women's yeah. Book Club for Women Only. So this is news, this news is to you. Complete, I'm absolutely heartbroken to hear right. this from you, Paula. And it's a real change of tune from what you said this morning. She said, I love this book club, I do. Is that no, Thanks, Trish, she said. I hate, I hate working in the swimming pool. I'm glad to be fulfilling my purpose here in this basement, subterranean reading room. Is that true, Paula? Uh, you changed your tune? Uh, you've heard of Stockholm Syndrome. There's Bal Brigham Syndrome as well, right? right? Where if you don't say nice things to uh, dear Trish here, I'm being very brave because I know there's listeners in who might actually come and find us. 
and help us. But you, you don't get, she feeds you Weedabix in the mornings just with a sort of a syringe. It's disgusting. But you don't even get that so if you don't play. Oh, it's like say, heavily oh, you look gorgeous diluted morning. with milk or yeah, water or something? It's milk, yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, if you don't say like, oh, Trish, yeah, you're looking gorgeous this morning. Love the book, love Trish this morning. You're amazing, Trish this morning. You don't get even the droplets of Weedabix. Okay, right. I'd phrase that as if you don't tell the truth, you don't get any. Well, that's, yeah, that's fair you know, enough. Yeah, you, you want you want your members to be truthful or you can't. Be honest. You can't. Uh, about how beautiful I am. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Paula, what about um, choosing a different leader of the book club? Has that ever come up amongst you and, and the other members? That maybe maybe it's time to overthrow Trish and, and, and elect someone else, maybe like yourself, for example. As the head of the book club. Yeah, well, I mean, the, there's been rumblings, and I'm afraid to say this in front of Trish, but there's six of us down there now. Yeah. Six is, you know, six times more than one. Is that right? Is that correct? Yeah. Um. So perhaps we could outvote her. Yeah. If, if there were to be a vote. I don't know, would she pay any attention to a democratic process considering her? Well, what, what do you say to that, Trish? If, if, the, if they all voted and they voted you out, would you respect that decision? Um, no, I wouldn't, Dave. Uh, it's been a long road for me. 25 years since I first joined Balbriggan Women's Book Club. I'm okay. not giving this up for anybody. Right, right. You know, if any of them are strong enough and, and, and brave enough to kill me, that's the only way I'll go. Is that how you got into the position? I can't say on radio, right, Dave. Okay. Absolutely for legal not. reasons, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's probably best not to then in that case. All right. Well, listen, Paula. I'm sorry for your for your troubles there. Can you send um, help, Dave, or something? Can you? I can't. Pass on? I don't. I have. A, I have a strict policy of non-intervention. I'm like a documentarian in that sense. Um, yeah. So there's nothing I can do. Um, uh, obviously, we know you're in Balbriggan, but we don't have an address. Um, so Balbriggan is a huge place. It's a big place. Uh, lots of underground caverns and not fair uh, enough I'm sorry to put you in the weird position of that yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't appreciate that to be honest um, Paula so um, yeah anyway uh, we'll leave it there uh, best of luck to and congratulations as well to Thank Trish so uh, uh, for her ongoing um, leadership of the Ball Bringing Book Club what if you if, if anyone's listening and they want to join Trish what should they, should they do uh, they can contact us via yeah. our website www.womensballbringingbookclubballbringing.com okay gmail.hotmail.com okay and uh, we are going to uh, be reading Eat, Pray, Love next. oh that's your next yeah. one oh lovely enjoy that and, uh, that's enjoy the that only book well. we read by the way over and over again well it's a classic if you haven't read uh, them properly yet when you start reading them properly Paula then we might move on well listen enjoy that one Paula and uh, and to all the members of the Balbriggan Women's Book Club uh, enjoy that next book thank you guys for phoning it in As I'm sure you know, Phoning It In is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another one you should definitely check out. This is how it's always been. Double Love is a podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. Join me, Anna Carey. And me, Karen Moynihan. As we revisit one of the maddest series of books ever written or ghostwritten. If you ever read about Elizabeth and Jessica, the perfect blonde Wakefield twins, then you might enjoy listening to us absolutely tearing them to shreds. Affectionately, of course. Of course. And even if you didn't, there's still plenty of drama, kidnapping, stolen boyfriends and school dances to entertain you. Find us on the Headstuff Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this show, please support it. 
The best way to do that is by leaving us a review on iTunes, posting about us on social media, or just telling some friends about the show. If you can afford it, you can also support the show financially through Headstuff Plus. For a small monthly fee, you'll get access to a heap of bonus content from every single show on the Headstuff Network. That includes new, hilarious bonus episodes of this show, which are released every other week. If you can afford it, head on over to Headstuff Plus and sign up today. My special guest joining me in the studio today is Debbie Spoons. She holds the world record for receiving the most marriage proposals, but she's yet to marry. I love these kind of stories. Debbie, how many marriage proposals have you had? I don't know, Dave. I'd say probably like 300 or something Three, like that. 300. I actually have the uh, the figures from Guinness here. You're being modest because it's actually 328 uh, <laughs> certified uh, confirmed marriage proposals. And that's from, uh, from uh, uh, 262 men. Do you know, it's, it's so crazy now, but I'll probably forget some of them. Do you know? I, how could you not? Because, There's so many. Because, you know, it's like, I suppose it's like I'm honey to a bee. You know, they, they <laughs> yeah. can't stop. Like, yeah. it's like normally when you meet someone, they say like, hi, how are you? With me, it's just like instantly, oh, will really? you marry you, me? Had, yeah. On the spot Straight proposals. away. Straight yeah. away. It's crazy. And they were genuine. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Because like they cry when I say no. Right. They absolutely what, what, cry what like a baby. What is it you do, Debbie? Like how do you enthrall? Just be me. Yeah. Just be me. You're just, and you're just that great? I'm pretty charismatic. I can I get I that sense. I wear a lot of glitter on my face. Okay. All over I your face? I have a lot of pets with me all the time. So like pets, I suppose, draw, get attention, yeah. don't they? Yeah. What kind of pets? So you've got glitter all I've over your face. I've got lizards. You've got lizards I've in your got, pockets. I've um, got a of mice. I have a now, dog. Do, 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 I do, only take disabled dogs because they get more attention. Yeah. So, do like, the lizards ever go after the mice? The lizards, um, yeah, but like, I don't dwell on it. You know, yeah, yeah. like, I live a pretty nice life, as you can imagine. Sure. So, yeah, like, it's it's pretty crazy being me. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Okay. Now, it sounds like it. Listen, um, obviously, some of these proposals were instant. They were from complete strangers. Some of them weren't. And they were people that you were in a long, yeah. loving relationship with. And I have had a lot of them yeah. as well. I get bored easily. Right. You know? What's the longest? I've got ADHD and I get bored. Sure. I'm uh, getting bored now. I know. I'm, I'm kind of struggling <laughs> you know? to like keep your focus I'm, and I can yeah. tell you're all I wouldn't do well in the book club. I'll tell uh, you yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, uh, well, a, bit, a bowl of Adderall maybe you'd, you'd perk Yeah, you'd true, perk true. So, yeah, no, like, I mean, there's what's, every story what, under the sun when it comes to- What's your longest uh, engagement? Longest, like, that I said yes to. Yeah, you said yes um, to and you were engaged and then you didn't follow through. I'd say, like, two weeks- Probably. Oh, okay. I thought you might have had one or two that were like... Well, actually, I didn't count. I had like, you know, when I was a teenager, there was a, a bloke that I got engaged to for maybe a month or two, mm -hmm. but that was only because of pressure from what I felt was from my grandfather, who it was a carer for my grandfather, who was actually taking really good care of him. Okay. So I was like, marry him. Well, he didn't really know what was going on, but I felt that like in his soul, he wanted me to marry this guy. Right. But unfortunately, the guy just like, ugh, he wasn't for me. He was, there was so many things wrong with him. Yeah. Like, and there's, you know, there's things wrong with everyone, even me probably. But like this guy was, <laughs> his fashion sense was so bad. Right. 
and he drove a car with like one door a different color. Oh yeah. And also like he was just so boring. Like he talked about dinosaurs all the time and his job and things like that. Oh, so of, the, of caring for your grandfather. I don't need to hear about my granddad getting a bed bath. Bed bath. Thank you very much. Sure, you know, sure. like there's just like. You'd have to draw the line somewhere. Okay, well, look, I want to bring on your roommate, Alice, um, who's lived with you for a number of years. Um, Alice, you have an important question you want to ask. Um, you want to ask Debbie? Yeah, Debbie. Um, well, <laughs> it's funny because I saw you this morning. Um, I know, Alice. This is the craziest thing ever. <laughs> here we are on the radio. Yeah. Um, no, but I just know that you, you mentioned that, you you know, you're bisexual, and I was wondering if you'd marry me. Oh my god! Another proposal. <laughs> You're so funny. Let me <laughs> let me just call up Guinness Book of Records here, so we can update the uh, the numbers. So no, if if you want to take in the bisexuality here, mm. sorry, not ignoring you, Alice, no, just for a second. Take a moment. Yeah. Then we'd have to probably triple. Okay. The proposals. That number actually was just for. I didn't know how you guys felt like that. Australia can be a little bit reserved. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Then we're probably we're We're probably looking at like seven hundred or something. Seven hundred at least. Right. Okay. The Sheilas. Yeah, the Sheilas. You're popular with the Sheilas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And do you have an answer for Alice? Alice, I mean, if you want to join the engagement crowd, I'll engage you. But I don't know how long it lasts. We we haven't even tried anything like that. Like I know, we haven't even you know, kissed. haven't even kissed. We've only had a few bowls of pasta together. You've only lived there for like two weeks. Oh, I just moved in, <laughs> but like, we get along, don't we? We do. We actually, she's such a great girl. We actually do. So like, I think we can probably work on it. Yeah, we go. You know? okay, so are you saying that you're technically engaged now? Yeah. Right. Like okay. also, Dave, you have to know when I'm engaged, it's. Sometimes to a few people. Oh, okay. So, but like, that's why I make my mind up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But know, are, you currently, are you currently engaged to anyone else? Yes. Who? A gardener. A gardener. Gardener okay. down the road. Um, What's his name? Uh, Jamal. Jamal the gardener. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's 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 a black guy. He's really muscly. He's got like... Would he, would he like know that you potentially would get engaged to someone else? He knows the sus. Okay. We yeah. we know what we're doing. If people don't approve, Jamal doesn't care. Yeah. Well, I, he doesn't I, care. You know, it's funny because I know you can't marry two people, right? No. But I've never heard it said that you can't be engaged That's to two it. People. You see, I feel like I'm living my best life. Sure. And I feel like I'm entitled to. So, like... There's others as well, Dave, but I don't I don't want to involve them in, you know, this radio show necessarily. Sure. Some of them are quite high profile. Well, it's funny you mentioned high profile because um, I do want to come back to Alice, but Callum, Colin Farrell is also on the line. Colin's been listening in. Uh, Colin, uh, did, what did you have to say to Debbie here? Debbie, I love you. <laughs> Love the sound of your your promise to to your your previous girl. Do you remember that? No, I can't remember it. Never <laughs> I feel like you'd give me a really good time, Colin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What was the promise Colin made to previous? Oh, just something about like breakfast, lunch, and dinner or something oh, okay, like that. That was a while ago. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, it's definitely worth a shot. 
Like, okay, Colin, so you're also now Is this engaged. actually the movie star, Colin Farrell? Absolutely it is. Is it yeah, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. From like, my voice. from Phone Booth, my favourite movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Regular, regular caller to the to the show, Colin. It's good to have you back, Colin. Colin, yeah, Colin, I can I ask you a question? Do you look like Penguin now? Do you have prosthetics on? I could stick them on for you now, no bother. Please do. Okay, Colin has to go because he's just about to shoot uh, some scenes as the penguin. Uh, so he's got to go and get his prosthetics on. But Colin, thank you for phoning in. So that's another one you have, another proposal. But yeah, that another was a really engagement. good one, though. That, that was, was a quick one. That was, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, good as in high quality. That was a pretty high quality Well, one. how does that compare now to say someone like Alice, who's just your roommate? And Alice not, not is famous. Right. Hasn't, right. hasn't, hasn't been in any <laughs> TV shows or movies. You don't know that, but that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Alice, um, I have so much respect for. Like, I oh. actually have so much respect thank for you. Alice. Thank you. But, like... I mean, I've had like prime ministers. I've had like movie stars, Bill Clinton. You know, like Alice isn't quite up there. Right. Colin Farrell, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but like, there's always time. Who knows what she's going to do with her life? Thank you. Yeah. You know. And and how do you feel, Alice? That um, to know that Debbie's uh, engaged to at least two other people that we know of at the moment. I didn't know how to feel until I heard it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I knew, Fair. I thought there were broken engagements that you previously no, had. No, babe. No. It's constant. Guard, yeah. Constantly. And you know what? It could go anyway. Right. It could go anyway. It could go your way. It could well, go I've Colin's got, um, way. I've got an, an anxious attachment style. Okay. So, Which one is that again? I get them confused. Yeah. Well, it means like, you know, someone being kind of hot and cold is very anxiety inducing. Right. But it can feel quite upsetting to you but also adrenaline you know so so you kind of like it oh no my life is over or is it you know you chase that kind of anxiety or whatever yeah Yeah, i I chase situations you are going to have a really good time girl if that's what you like i'm i'm all over that and in fairness you have the upper hand here alice because you live with her you know, that's right. Colin I mean, Farrell's over in bloody California shooting. Very true. Batman yeah, over the I, hell I, he does. I, I can lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, look, I want to bring on Darren now, and Darren is a, a former fiance of yours who uh, he wants another shot. Um, Darren, how long were you engaged to Debbie for? Debbie engaged uh, for about four months four months yeah. okay wow so that's a long one by your own admission you'd only I've, been engaged yeah. you said for two well, months you know what Darren's, Darren, uh, <coughs> Darren has a very a active longer. imagination is what I'll say I mean it, it was actually kind of a an online thing with with Darren for a while online it was online yeah. I'd never been to the UK before right. Darren told me <laughs> that he was a businessman he told me Pretty vague. he was in possession of a lot of wealth. Right. He sent me pictures of Porsches. He sent me pictures of like his pet Jaguar. Is that all true, Darren? Darren's life did oh, was not like I he sent said. Me mood board and oh. She mistook it for, you know. I didn't clarify whether you, I had the things or not. These were things that you want to have someday. Yeah, yeah, your vision absolutely. board, yeah. You yeah, can't blame him for that. You know that. what? Uh, Darren knew what he was doing. Debbie. When I went over there, it was the saddest sight I'd ever seen. Darren, no offense, but like, I mean, come on. Well, what, what do you mean? It was just like, oh my God, it was so mad. It was so crazy. He had like pigeons in the right. garden. Okay. Like he raced them or something. 
Yeah. What's and wrong with then that, Debbie? I'd never heard of this before, this Pigeon phenomenon. Raising? Yeah, they okay. were everywhere. You seem pretty, you know, thrilled by it, Debbie. I was, I was on my own in the UK and I wasn't feeling okay. Yeah. But there's you know, nothing wrong with racing pigeons. It's, it's it's He was drinking all the time. Right. All the time. Drinking well, it. Work. He was drinking this advocate stuff. Oh, that's like a, a liqueur, the yellow liqueur. Yeah. And then like beer on top of it. Right. And then I don't know. Do you have, would you say you have a bit of a drinking problem, Darren? I've got a bit of a pigeon problem. Yeah. You know, mercy yeah. work being a pigeon fancier. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've yeah. got to keep hydrated. Yeah, yeah. For the sake of your birdies. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I've seen you put it put it away as well, Deb. Yeah, do you, do you think Deb was unfair to you, Darren? Do you think she was... She's painted a very, you know... You know what, actually? I actually, I had a really good time in the UK. Right. I really we fucking really loved it. Right. The, 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 we fell in love. As soon yeah. as I saw your glittery face, I said, that's the woman for me. And you know that's what? And you keep lizards and mice. My pets got on great with yeah. the pigeons. It was actually <laughs> oh, really nice. So it's yeah. a bit rich, you then. Do you know what? I actually miss this guy, this oh, crazy okay. kook. I actually miss Darren, him. Darren, do you have a question for oh, Debbie? Oh, God. Debbie, you know. You know I love you so much. I, I d- love you so much, Debbie. I've never been in any doubt about that, to be honest. Please answer me this. Will you marry me? Deb, will you marry me? I'll, en- <laughs> I'll engage you. I'll engage you for sure. And you, I'll put you number number one no, on my list. I want to be the one and only. Where? Trust me, I'm sorry, Alice. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Where do you want to marry me? Where do you want to do this? In on, in on England? The, on the pigeon farm. I now, you do have uh, Colin Farrell to consider and Jamal as well that we know of. So it's it's a tough... I'll uh, fight any man yeah. or woman or bisexual person. Okay. I don't care. Okay. I want this woman more than anybody else. Well, he's willing to fight for you. You uh, know what? Uh, that is the most... You know, I've had romantic things happen to me before. Of course. I've had extremely lavish, romantic, nearly over-the-top proposals. Gestures. Gestures. This this the most beautiful thing I've ever heard, Terry. That he will fight any That he man, will fight any woman. man, woman or pigeon or anything okay, for Okay, well, listen, uh, Colin and Jamal can't speak their piece, but we do have Alice still on the line. Yeah. Alice, you're listening in. What do you say to all this? It's it, I didn't think I'd say this, but uh, listening to this, this gentleman with the pigeons. Darren. Darren. I, I hang up my, my heart. I, I believe this is the man for you. Really? I do. I really right, so you're, you're I willing actually, to st- take a step back because you believe so strongly in their oh, love. God, I hope so you play a key part in our wedding. Oh, it's, that's really beautiful. Honest to God, I've never... I mean, we can all hear this Alice, would you give me away at the wedding? Oh, that would be a bloody honour. <laughs> I'd love that. All right. I would. Well, listen, guys, I love a happy ending. Obviously not a happy ending for, <laughs> for Colin Farrell. He's going to be devastated when I let him know. Um, but it sounds like we definitely do have our first phoning it in wedding, so I will have to go and buy a hat. <laughs> I assume I'll get an invite, will I? Absolutely. You'll fly will. me over as well, I've, maybe, to yes, Australia? Yes, of course. And hopefully Fantastic. we can find a TV company who's willing to show the world 
a beautiful blessing, Darren. Uh, you're thinking like a reality TV Yes, I am. Okay, yeah, Darren I and am. Debbie's wonderful wedding. De- Debbie and Darren say Debbie, sorry, I do. I, I put his name De- first, that's obviously no. right. Debbie no. and Darren say I do. Debbie and Darren say I do. Any TV producers on, listening on in? Pigeon Farm. <laughs> to you. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's a ratings really good smash uh, waiting to happen. Guys, congratulations. And thank you so much for phoning in. I'm Dave, afraid. thank you. Oh, thank you, Debbie. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Ren Dennehy, Kate Feeney, and Sophie Shanley. Folks, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, this is coming out in two weeks' time. Well, I'm doing a show at the Edinburgh Fringe, Thinky Winky, so it's on every day-ish um, <laughs> over in Edinburgh. So, yeah, check cool. it out, come along. When does that run until? It runs until the 26th. Perfect. So people can actually go and see you over there. Brilliant. Uh, Ren, do you have anything you want to plug? No, nothing to plug at the moment. Follow me on Instagram, at the Ren the Ren. Keep up with all my exploits. Cool. Sophie? No, this is the most exciting thing I've done in a while now. <laughs> um, I've nothing at the moment, no. No worries. Okay, brilliant. Thanks again, folks. Thank you to Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby Hearn for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. God, the time flew. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.